Welcome to the Comedy Seller Show here on Sirius XM. Comedy hits 99. Now, you may uh, you may wonder, why is Natterman uh, <laughs> announcing this? Usually, Noam starts the show off. Well, Noam's not here today. I'm not sure where he is. Uh, Kristen Montella is with us. Do you know where Noam is? I believe he's in Vegas. What's he doing in Vegas? Uh, well, in any case, he's not here, so I am now in full control, along, of course, with Kristen Montella. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now I can run this show exactly the way I want to. And as I've been saying for, for a long time now, I'm going to take us in another direction. We're going all classic rock. <laughs> Something I've been wanting to do, and we're going to start things off with a Led Zeppelin block. But seriously, folks, um, today's election day—not the uh, the day that this is airing, but the day that we're recording. It's Tuesday, the right. uh, something fourth, uh, whatever it is. But it's it's election day, and I really didn't even know that until I started going on my Twitter feed, and people were like, "Get out the vote! It's important to vote!" and and I'm like, "Wow, all right, I I, I didn't know, but it's election day, and uh, I didn't vote. How about yourself?" No, I did not vote. I didn't even know it was election day until I showed up at work and there was no uh, housekeeping staff because I work in a city for the city. Well, I work in a building that's city-owned, so the uh, housekeeping is city-employed, and so they head off today. It seems like people are taking this election day seriously because I see a lot of people on Twitter and Facebook, maybe it's just the people on my feed, saying it's important to vote. How many of those out, people are? Vote. How many do you think those people are all really getting out and voting? Or they just like to be a part I, of the? I don't, I don't know, on? but I but well, I'm not sure. But I will say that I've never been a big believer in this notion that it's important to vote. I think it's important yeah. to vote if you have an opinion and it's educated. Right. But I'm an ignoramus on these matters. I've made I've made no secret of this. I'm right there with you. Um, I don't know even know who's running. So wh- why would my vote be uh, helpful to the pr- to the process? Well, someone. Yeah tried to explain it to me something along the lines of if the republicans are in control and you're a democrat you vote democrat just to take a vote away you know from the republicans but i mean well I if, know, I, if I was a democrat but i'm not sure that i'm a democrat i'm not sure what i am right well then i have differing views on different matters. i haven't researched this i don't know who's running um i i don't really know what the issues are and so i think the best th- service that i can render to my country is to, stay, is to stay at home <laughs> and, and uh, you know, and, and, and hang out and, and uh, bother people on Facebook, as I want to do. Where are all the bright, honest, intelligent Americans ready to step in and save the nation and lead the way? We don't have people like that in this country. Everybody's at the mall, scratching his ass, picking his nose, taking his credit card out of his fanny pack and buying a pair of sneakers with lights in them. <laughs> So I have solved this little political dilemma for myself in a very simple way. On election day, I stay home. I don't vote. Fuck them. Fuck them. I don't vote. Two reasons. Two reasons I don't vote. First of all, it's meaningless. This country was bought and sold and paid for a long time ago. The shit they shuffle around every four years, doesn't mean a fucking thing. And secondly, I don't vote because I believe if you vote, you have no right to complain. People like to twist that around, I know. They say, they say, well, if you don't vote, you have no right to complain. But where's the logic in that? If you vote and you elect dishonest, incompetent people and they get into office and screw everything up, well, you are responsible for what they have done. You caused the problem. You voted them in. You have no right to complain. I, on the other hand, who did not vote, who did not vote, who in fact, did not even leave the house on election day. I'm in no way responsible for what these people have done and have every right to complain as loud as I want about the mess you created that I had nothing to do with. 
So I know that a little later on this year, you're going to have another one of those really swell presidential elections that you like so much. You'll enjoy yourselves. It'll be a lot of fun. I'm sure as soon as the election is over, your country will improve immediately. As for me, I'll be home on that day doing essentially the same thing as you. The only difference is when I get finished masturbating, I'm going to have a little something to show for it, folks. Thank you very much. We're waiting, by the way, for Gary Goleman. Uh, he's supposed to be here. Uh, and we want to discuss what's, what's become a huge... I think it's a huge issue because... I don't even know it's a big issue anymore. I just know what my Facebook feed says. Yeah. And I don't know if that's a big issue or if it's just a big issue among the clowns that are on my Facebook feed. We can call it a widely discussed issue. But it's widely right, discussed right. among the people that are on my Facebook feed. It may yeah. or may not be a big issue in the great wide world, but there seems to be a lot of discussion right now about catcalling. There was a video. Did you see this video? Yes, I did. There was a video made about a woman walking through the streets of New York City mm-hmm. um, being catcalled, you know, ranging from, hey, baby, to damn girl, to right. some guy actually walking with the woman for several minutes, which was right. the most disturbing thing. Right. And, and it was it was put on, and there's been a lot of discussion. And then Michael Che from Saturday Night Live said something. He, he, he wrote that uh, he now he has to apologize to all the women he ever ever said hello to he was sort of implying right. that this is not really a big deal and right. and no different than people um, bothering him because he's famous so anyway so we want to discuss that uh, we're not here to discuss whether catcalling should be illegal because it's not it can't be right but whether it's it's how whether it's inappropriate and how inappropriate it is and Gary Goleman being the chivalrous Gary well I, I suspect that Gary <laughs> Goleman is, is, is very chivalrous uh, he's a large man, right. uh, but yet he's a gentleman. Gentle giant. Uh, and I suspect that he would come out very much against this notion of catcalling. But, you know, of course, there's degrees of catcalling, so we want to discuss... By the way, we have Ca- Cassie. Cassie, would you mind sitting down and talking to us uh, for a few minutes? Uh, here on the um, Comedy Cellar radio show. This is a beautiful waitress, Cassie. Thank you, Cassie. Have a seat. African-American um, uh, woman. Hi, I'm Gorgeous. I believe 20 years old. 21. 21? Oh, okay. I guess I, I missed your birthday because I think that's yeah, recent. Yeah, July 7th. Can you talk into the... Uh, oh, yeah, hey. Talk into the mic. If you go, and please put on a headset. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry about this guy. This, this was a hastily organized show. Noam's not here. Yeah. Could you please talk into the mic and, and talk with some uh, volume? You got to ask okay. her something. I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> no, but it's, first of all, just... Okay, we're discussing CatCon. Now, you've been following on Facebook... The brouhaha. Yeah. About catcalling. Yeah. Okay. So, so um, it's all over my Facebook feed. Is it all over your Facebook yeah, feed? Yeah, it is, actually. Now, you're a beautiful woman. I mean, thank you. Okay. <laughs> so, therefore, this must be an issue for you. D- do you receive a lot of, uh, of this kind of commentary when you're walking the streets of New York? I mean, yeah. I feel like it's kind of the norm, you know? Uh, as long as it doesn't get disrespectful, I usually don't care. Okay, but that's what we want to discuss, because at what point... Some women think that even just, hey, beautiful is disrespectful. No, I think that's over, like, like it's dramatic. I don't think that's disrespectful at all. I feel like if, like, you're going to compliment me and call me beautiful, then cool, thank you, I appreciate that. But, like, when you're, like, getting into detail and, like, following me and being, like, gross about it, that's when it's an issue. So what, what in your estimation, I think for every woman it's different, but it, it, for, for, for you, where would it cross over... If I said to you, hey, hey, if I said to you simply, damn, girl, <laughs> that's kind of like, all right, cool. Thank you. Smile. It's funny. But like when it starts getting like su- super sexual and like gross, like 
you tell me like oh like I like your ass like don't comment me on like my ass you know yeah. like that but isn't damn girl like you, you don't say damn girl because she's got a beautiful face damn girl kind of by its very nature means nice ass or and or titties well yeah oh that's true well, but I, I mean usually, it's a nicer way of saying it yeah but I don't look at a beautiful girl I don't, nobody says damn girl you look like Audrey Hepburn a <laughs> damn girl is an ass and titty thing okay well I mean yeah depends on the person also like some people make you feel super uncomfortable like if they're yeah. older and like kind of like you could be my grandfather that's really uh, I don't like that <laughs> it makes you feel super uncomfortable like creepy it's creepy like it bored like when you could tell by the energy you know like if someone's like appreciating your beauty that's one thing like I appreciate that but if you're like leering at me, then it's gross and stop uh, doing uh, it. Well, I'm a leerer. Um, I'm not a <laughs> by cat- nature. <laughs> I'm not a cat caller at all. I do think it's not a particularly classy way to go, and, and I don't think it's very useful because you're probably not going to get a phone number or a date out of it. Yeah, so I don't see the point of it. But uh, do I stare? Uh, probably, probably uh, more than I should. Um, in fact, one time, this I, I overheard a young lady saying on her cell phone, this guy is staring at me, and, 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 and it was definitely me. Um, I didn't think I was staring at her quite that long. I, I, I gave her a couple seconds. I didn't think it was enough to warrant that. But anyway, um, so, so what if I said to you, uh, Cassie, uh, mm, break me off some of that. I'd ignore you, or like... Would, would you find that funny and pathetic, threatening... A Not disgusting or whatever, whatevs. I'd be disgusted and then I'd be whatevs because you can't let you like that like ruin your day, you know. But it's I'd be pretty disgusted. It's not threatening, like, but it's disgusting. You, you like, feel, but you don't feel like it's violating. You just feel like it's annoying. Yeah, I like at this point it's annoying. Like, I it happens often enough where it's like a nuisance. You know what I mean? As opposed to me actually being threatened by it. Okay, all right. It also well. depends on the person. Also, if the person's being really aggressive about it, like, it just depends on, the like, the person and the situation. Like, if you're being super aggressive, like, in my face. What if I said to you with my face and my physicality, damn, girl, break me off some of that. And I'd be like, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> Would that be creepier? Because why is this uh, person talking like that when he's... Not at when he's yeah. Not, we when, think when he, you're yeah. you're mentally unstable. Probably mentally. Yeah. Unstable. Do you find that this is more a phenomenon in the black and Hispanic community? The the vocalization well, of these thoughts. The white people are thinking it, of course. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it totally is. I mean, it's like definitely white people are thinking it. You see white people look at you, but like we're a little black well I, you know a little more open about it like they kind of go for what they want a little more and sometimes it's cool sometimes it's a little like hey dude like kind of chill out you know like I don't know it depends it depends on the person but Kyle Dunnigan and I saw a beautiful girl the other night Kyle Dunnigan who's who's going to be here later. I don't know if he'll be on the show but he's coming to the he's coming to perform here but uh, he and I saw a lovely young lady the other night walking home and and we looked at her and and, and that's about it uh, and smiled, and that's pretty much where it ended. But we did spend the next 20 minutes uh, having the most disgusting conversation about, about, about what we would do to her. But, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Well, but, you know, it was between... But I'm saying... Um, what am I trying to say? I'm saying that... Uh, but we didn't catcall. But we did uh, We did have those thoughts. Yeah. I think it totally depends a lot on how... But, of like course, we're said, free to have thoughts, and we're free to discuss. Of course. Them. But it depends on how you do it. You guys handled that. You kept your perversions between the two of you. But rest assured, perversions exist. Of course. Of course they do. Um, and if women, I think if women could read our mind, you know that movie, What Women Want? We, we don't want, we don't want to. If you could do that, pal, I don't know that any of you would survive the day. We don't want to, trust I'm, me. I'm not sure you could handle it. I, I have I, this conversation with my fiance every day. 
almost. I mean, we're not talking about lovemaking here. No, 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 we're, we're not. No, the, the, the discussion the was, 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 was at times violent. And, <laughs> I mean, it was, you know, I'm not sure women get it and, and, and women say they get it. We don't. And I'm not sure that you do get it. You're depraved. Yeah, totally. You're depraved humans. Well, you, and we, humans are, well, is we, even we are who we are, you know. Um, that, that's how God made us, you know. But yeah. um, or whomever, or or, or evolution. But but that's that's what what it is. But um, you know, I think that some some women you just feel more vulnerable than others. And I think some of us are just more. You're free to leave whenever you oh, want. Cool. By the way, uh, thanks, well, thank Cassie. That's, that's Cassie Archer, I believe her yes. name is. It's gorgeous. Thank you. But I can, But but I'm. I, this is not catcalling because we know each other. Right. <laughs> but just as creepy. Well, oh, that may well be. Um, I'm not denying that. But uh, where the hell is Gary Goldman? Because um, we need he, his. A, we, we need his take. Well, on we this? need we need that. And also, I want to discuss with Gary uh, his his tour. He's on tour these days. I'm supposed to do some sort of station identification. At Raw Dog Serious. Raw Dog Serious XM Comedy Hits. Channel 99. Uh, 99. There you go. Send your emails. Is that Michelle Horowitz? Can we bring her here? We're here with Michelle Horowitz, who is a huge fan of the show. Michelle, I know you were a fan when we were on podcast. Do you st- and speak into the mic and loud and, and enunciate. Hi, this is Michelle Horowitz. Yes, okay. <laughs> We'd established that. Now... <laughs> Uh, I, I know you were a huge, huge fan, maybe our biggest fan, when you were when we were on the podcast uh, format. Now we're on uh, satellite radio. Are you still listening to us? I don't have satellite radio. So that's a no. Okay, and so you don't no. like us enough to get satellite radio specifically for this show. Uh, we're not insulted, by the way. We, we expect that, actually. <laughs> well... Is it similar, the similar format to the podcast? It's still? very similar format, but a little less political, if we can help it, and a little more on, on comedy and the comedy seller and the world of stand-up comedy. But actually, we're discussing today, and the reason I had you sit down is, um, first of all, we don't have anybody else. But, um, <laughs> but, but, but more, so importantly, more importantly, and it's nice to see you, by the way. Good to see you. Um, more importantly, we're talking about an issue that has been very much... Uh, uh, present in the social media. Media. I don't know if it's present anywhere else, but uh, about this this issue of catcalling and the, the video that was made. Did you see that video? I saw the Daily Show did a few pieces about it. So, so you being a woman, uh, what, what is your perspective on all this? Well, do you get this kind of uh, commentary? Yes. So, sure. what kinds of commentary do you get? In my last place, I just moved to Queens, but I used to live in Brooklyn, and I remember walking down the street. There would be a guy on the corner, same guy every day, same, pretty much the same line, like, hey, hey, baby, how you doing, sweetheart? It was just fine, but it always was like, I, I thought, you know, you make, it makes you think you're that you're kind of special, and then you find out it's happening to all your roommates, everybody. It's not, it's not. So your problem is, is that, is that <laughs> she is you're not like the only one being catcalled? <laughs> <laughs> well, do you yeah. get anything else that's a little bit more? Have you gotten other things that are, I would say, more threatening, menacing, or inappropriate over the years? Well, certainly there's been, like, more creepier things. But I, I guess I just didn't pay attention to that as much. And But I think you walk around knowing you have to have your guard up to a certain extent you just you don't walk out like I just you just kind of assume I mean I've walked across the street in the dead of winter here covered in every feasible feasible layer and it's like oh somehow you can see in my eyes oh yeah I am a woman so now you have to say something you there's no way you could judge any kind of attraction I didn't understand why that would happen 
If somebody says to you, "Hey, beautiful," Kyle's here, by the way. Oh, Kyle, Donnie, if you want to, if you want to participate, we're talking about uh, catcalling. Wait, I just like to say I've actually. It becomes like defensive driving. Like I actually, if I see like a group of guys, I will cross the street before I even get to them and walk like on the other side, just to avoid a potential catcalling situation. Well, I just don't want to be bothered. Kyle Dunnigan just joined us. We're, we're talking about an issue that's been very much uh, uh, blowing up my uh, my Facebook uh, feed about catcalling. Have you been uh, paying attention? Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I saw the video, and um, I, I mean, there's so many terrible things about. And being Kyle, a also, woman. if you not put your hand in front of your mouth because we're having audio difficulties, <laughs> so just speak directly oh, into really? the mic. Okay. Right. It's these wow. new stupid mic stands. Who got these things? They, yeah, because the old equipment was stolen, apparently, and this what? is all new equipment. For all I know, this is not even working, and nothing is being recorded. <laughs> I have never catcalled. Wouldn't be the first time that didn't happen to me. Exactly. I don't think uh, I've ever heard no, of a successful catcall. I, I never heard of it working. Yeah. Um, well, that's not a particularly oh. practical thing. Yeah. What's the point of so it? So, the, well, the the point is, is I'm not sure what the point is. I, but we're I, not here to discuss the point. We're okay. here to discuss at, at how <laughs> violating how inappropriate how inappropriate it is and how it makes women feel. Because yeah. I've, I've heard different perspectives. Some women are like. Oh, it's flattering. Someone like whatever. And some women, anything, even a you're beautiful to them is a violation and it's inappropriate and it's disgusting. I think, you know, you err on the side of caution with this personally. I think most women, like you said, you just, you don't know what you're going to get, which is the scariest thing. Mm-hmm. And why, why do it? I mean, it's already out there. It's not a good idea to do. It's usually not offensive. It's usually the guy doesn't know what to say. It's like, um... He's just confused. I think it's just about attention more often than not. It's like, I can put you, I can get you at a little off-putting moment. moment. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's because it's it's not about attraction, it seems like. It's more like this, I've got this power to make you feel uneasy because I can. Yeah, there's truth to that. Women have like a natural power over men. And any chance a man gets that's uh, not being introspective, that makes them feel good. To, to be able to have some kind of power over women. I brought this girl back to my apartment with the intent on seducing her, right? So I put on this music. It was like... Like that. And uh, we started hooking it up, you guys. It was like... Like that kind of hookup. Nasty. So uh, I'm thinking to myself, oh yeah, because it's going good, right? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't want to brag, but it started getting hot and heavy. It was like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Now, uh, all of a sudden, this, uh, this girl starts bawling, crying, in the middle of it. And I was like, oh, what's wrong? And she goes, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But she kept crying, so I had to stop. It's not right. It's not right. I just petted her head till she fell asleep. 
Now I'm looking down at this unconscious woman and I'm thinking, oh yeah. Oh yeah. But that's wrong too, so I didn't do that. I just got up and made myself pancakes. How lame is that? I'm guaranteed to get laid. Now I'm making pancakes. Lame. I taste no, they're actually pretty good. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that's I think we really just hit a very interesting that's psychological interesting. perspective well, th- here. Th- I, well, yeah. Th- uh, thank you, Michelle Horowitz. We have Gary Goldman is here. So that was Michelle Horowitz. She's a friend of the show. Does that mean I'm, I'm out? Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> you, 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 but, but, well, you have, well, you know, I mean, I can't uh, have yeah. everybody at the same time. Oh, look, yeah. No, no, Gary, Gary, sit where Michelle, no, Gary, no, Gary, bad Why? Gary, down. Just down, let Gary. Him, he can Because we down. only have four at one time because otherwise it gets too That's crazy. That's fine, but he can not be squished over here. Or you could move in and let him sit there. Oh, that's true. Well, it's too late now. Thank you, Michelle Horowitz. <laughs> Keep listening, even though you don't listen. Now we have the full complement mm-hmm. of people. We have Chris Every Montella. We have Dan Natterman. We have Kyle Donegan. And we have Gary Goman. Gary, we've been talking about an issue very much uh, that people are talking about on Facebook. The issue of uh, cat calling. <laughs> cat calling. Car- Gary's going to get scoliosis using this no, new no, stupid no, mic no, no, etymologically, <laughs> I don't know why it's called cat calling. Uh, is it because women and cats, there's an association with women and cats? Like oh, a cat fight God. is when oh, I like that. Fight? I like that explanation. Kristen, why are you doubting that? It, I mean, I guess it's possible. Maybe it's the... Uh, <laughs> it's probable. It's maybe it's the... It could be because uh, it started with the, like, yeah, pss, like we do with the cat. that type of no. thing. Yeah, could be. That, that long ago, people were doing that move? I don't think Well, so. in any I case, regardless so. of the etymology, and we're, this is not an etymological... Although I do think there is a place for an etymology show on Sirius Radio. <laughs> uh, I'm not... But this is not it. But that would be a fascinating show. Let's yeah. For let's example, talk do you know, about it. Right. <laughs> do you know that the word tip has nothing to do with to ensure proper service? That is a folk etymology. I didn't even know it was Any- that. All right. Anyway, <laughs> be that as it may, we're talking about catcalling, and we've, and 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 you know my my perspective is is that is that we got to listen to what the women are saying. If the women find this a threatening, and then, then then we have to take that seriously, even though to a man it might not seem like that big a deal. Here, yeah, but the problem the, is you're not going to get a consensus from women. And we women. haven't gotten a consensus. So, so. so so Kyle said err on the side of caution. If some women find it yes. upsetting and some women find it flattering, err on the side of caution. Yes, it's it's uh, my same policy towards uh, Merry Christmasing people. <laughs> I happy holiday everybody because I don't want to Merry Christmas a Jew or a Muslim. Merry Christmas or is a, the best. Or a Baha'i. You know what? <laughs> or a, well, your logic I is correct. Keep listing. Your logic is, is is sound, but your 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 premise is flawed because there's nothing more there's nothing more flattering to a Jew than hearing those wonderful <laughs> Merry Christmas. I always say the same thing. You think I could pass? Yes. <laughs> I yeah, could hide what out. If somebody says to you Happy Hanukkah that doesn't know you, then you'd really be upset. Oh, they'd be furious. <laughs> a Christmas would be furious or, to be Hanukkah. Or even worse, they say Merry Chris, and they stop in the middle. They look uh. at your nose. They say Merry Chris. <laughs> uh, happy Han. Mary, I <laughs> maybe you're Italian. I think it's the case of uh, some some guys ruining it for everybody. They ruined "Hey Beautiful" and "Hello" and "Smile" by saying uh, "You stuck up bitch" and uh, "Nice yeah. ass." And is those are those tits real? 
and and that type of thing. But yeah. but, but they but, ruined it for everybody. Now you, we can't. Now we shouldn't even hey beautiful because that's irritating. But you now. wouldn't hey beautiful anybody anyway. I don't think. One time years ago, and, and my friend Alex was there. I I saw a beautiful woman on the uh, on the subway, and as I leave, as I left. You know, so there wouldn't be any damage. I said, uh, you look very lovely tonight, like an old man. Uh. But, but that is said in such a way that I think it's okay. I bet it's irritating. It might be irritating, but... No, it's not irritating because you're a good-looking man and no woman in their right mind. Oh, now she's hit on it. If That's you're good-looking. Okay, it's so. true. It's totally true. First of all, my biggest problem with that video... I have two big problems with that video. Number one, the fact that they ask for money in the end and tell you to like support the cause. What is throwing money at this? I don't understand where they're going with that. That's number yeah. one. Yeah, raise awareness. What, what, yeah, what? How are we going to do this? Number two, there's a disclaimer at the end that said, you know, this was coming from all different types of men and blah blah blah. But that that video shows a specific type of man. It's not men in business suits. It's not older. It's a specific type of urban. You know, I don't. I don't even want to say they're all African American because they're not. Although the majority are, so I think the video is biased to begin with. And having that little disclaimer at the end does not absolve you from the content that you're putting out there. So, well, I there's don't no know. Gary Goldman's in that video making <laughs> comments. Well, you to know, this I woman. don't know that. I I heard some talk that the white people were edited out because there were audio problems. I I don't understand that, or if it's true, uh, or or if in fact this is more prevalent. In, then in, reshoot the video. If the it's audio so problem was nothing they said was funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was the audio problem. They couldn't and adjust also, that to make it funny. Also, right. she Kyle. walked in silence, like. If she would have turned and said to somebody, listen, you're bothering me, leave me alone, you don't know what the outcome would have been. You know what I mean? To kind of just walk but I, I think that's beside I mean, the, the point to say, leave me alone. If you have to say, I mean, first of all, leave me alone could, could, could result in a, a backlash. Uh, you yeah, know. the other thing I've read a couple of cases recently is violence against women who either refer, refuse to give a phone number or or just refuse to be um, amenable to the to the no. come on. Well, yeah, and that's a violence. Serious, that's well, an issue. You see, bubbling beneath the surface of, of of all of this is male sexual hostility. Yeah, which mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's it's not just a simple hello. It's it's a hello with attached to it the potential of you stuck up bitch if you don't respond to my hello. Yeah. And we all, ha- I mean, I think every guy ha- is Yes, it's called of- college. You're infuriated. You're yeah. walking by all these beautiful women. Your hormones are raging. And you smile. And then they, they look the other way. Or they ignore you. A lot of times I'd be the only person. And I'd be the only person on the quad walking. And they wouldn't even look up. And this is coming they, from And there were Gary. no cell phones back Imagine then. Imagine me and Gary. Gary. I was like, you know what? If a gorilla had walked by you, you would have acknowledged the gorilla. You know, Gary likes to think that his college experience was, mm. uh, was difficult. But Gary She's can't like, hold uh, a candle. Right. So what I oh, I know. No, I know. Or me. Or me. I mean, uh, twice You're I got You're an amateur. Uh, twice you got what? In late in college. Tw- twice. I didn't get four years. Tw- how about this? No kiss. No oh, kiss. For four, four years, years you oh. went there's no kiss. How dare you come at me with, <laughs> I only got laid twice. <laughs> I was the kissing bandit compared to Dan Adamant. <laughs> I didn't I, get a single kiss. What are you mad at me? Kiss. Gary's trying to lump into our group. Gary can't be in our group. I'm just saying it's difficult all around. Even for sexy men. How many times did you get laid in college? Zero. Zero. He's like, Thursday I didn't. Did you get to third base, whatever that is? Oh, yeah. Oh, I owned third base. What is third base? They used to call me Mike Schmidt because I was so good at third base. (laughs) Was third base stinky finger? What is third base? Should I have used a third baseman that everybody would have known? No, Mike should have called me George Philly. Okay, thank you. 
I had no Why idea. Did Dunnigan, who I was. Why did Donald Dunnigan's head? What I'd are you, a half heard a of guy? This person. <laughs> I've never heard of this Dish Schmidt person. Dish Schmidt guy. You know, who I used this? to go to frat parties by myself because uh, I had no friends. Oh God, and let's not make. Let's not turn this into the. Into Lou, the rehashing Lou, the Dan Natterman. Did you hear the like, line I had about the, the, I was Dan, so good at Dan's getting third base about off the women that called me Mike of Schmidt? The rage that becomes catcalling. It's part of the uh, oh, underlying this, issue. Okay, okay. It's not uh, the origin um, of the rage. It's just, we 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 segue. No, we're stuck. We segue from catcalling into into the male rage that I think most men have somewhere, potentially anyway. There's a potential there for rage. Oh, you know, yeah. the, that's the, that's the issue that needs to be dealt with, not the catcalling. It's the what what happens from there. Well, it's the fact that many women feel like they're 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 too they're they're just a, a hair's breadth away from a, a sexual assault. They walk the city scared. Well, I mean, do you feel that way? A hair's breadth? No, I don't <laughs> feel that way. <laughs> but you know, yeah, there are times that you know you feel uncomfortable, of course. But I don't know. I think living in a city, you're a little bit jaded to that stuff maybe you know someone coming here from nebraska walking the streets getting that might be a little more shocked and manhattan's never been safer imagine what it must have been like in the 70s to walk around with with the ass and boobs i mean it's annoying but i don't necessarily feel threatened well personally Let's talk about, if we could, about Gary is on tour right now. <laughs> no, I, I don't know, unless we have Good, other issues. Let's just Good. kill the segue. No, 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 no. That was a rough segue. I'll grant you, that was a that bit was of a, a gear grinder. That was a rough segue. I, Speaking no, of I, didn't even use the, I didn't even use the clutch on that one. Speaking of, well, let's segue from rage at women into rage at the New York Comedy Festival. Can, okay, I, can I bring right. that up? That's How can I be ignored for 21 years in the New York Comedy Festival? I, I don't think I'm involved with it either. No, See, that's not possible. How is that not possible? How is that possible? They, they consider this a, a, a group of New York comedians and I'm ignored from the New York Comedy Festival? Can you get, can fuck off? Not Neither of you is doing anything uh, for New York Comedy Festival? You, you, nah, are you they, in the New York Comedy Festival? I, I don't know. I don't think so. I'm doing something that... Uh, I, that might be involved with it, but oh, I'm because, not even it, sure. because they're they're embracing it's, the, it's the alternative. Aren't you doing like a, the Atel thing? Are you doing nope. some stuff? Nope, I was completely ignored no, for the twenty first year in a row. No, nope. I'm telling you, I, I would swear know. I saw you on a Kristen. on something. Well, you know, Gary, uh, I say we, we we rise above. Yeah, no one cares and, about that. And uh, you know, you doing plenty. There's plenty of fine things that have been laid upon your table, but you yes, only want I, the I ones say, that I you can't say, well, get. Well, no, I'm trying I to feel quote under, the Eagles I feel, here. I feel under. I feel un, underappreciated. Not unappreciated. Under. But why do I have three specials and zero appearances in the New York Comedy Festival? Well, but be happy that you have the three specials and, and realize that the co- New York Comedy Festival is there I'm just calling it a fraud. Necessarily so, if, if you're not adequately it's represented. Fraudulent. And I, I, I <laughs> must say again that you did step on my Eagles quote. Oh, sorry. I was saying you, you have some fine things that have been laid upon your table, but you only want the ones that you can't get. Name the song. Desperado. For Desperado. Thank you, Kyle Donegan. Wow. Yes. Yeah. So you're asking me when, guy, I, when will I come to my senses? <laughs> You've been out riding fences. Yeah. For so long now. And uh, we could ride out this out till the end of the show, I'm so sure. So you're on tour, Gary. Is that I what happened? I am on happened? tour. It's called the uh, what are you it's, it's About Time Tour. Are you doing, I, are you doing I will theaters? be playing I w- uh, mostly theaters, but a couple of my last comedy club is this weekend, the Tacoma Comedy Club in Tacoma, Washington. And then uh, I'll be at uh, Six and I in Washington, D.C. Oh, I've been there. It's very lovely. The Turf Club in Minneapolis. And then Lincoln Hall in Chicago. 
then uh, the Sinclair Theater in Boston, and uh, winding up here with two sold-out shows at the Bowery Ballroom in New York City. Now, this is a comedy tour. How do we distinguish a comedy? You see, I'm on the road a fair amount now compared to... Yes, I'm you are out. on a tour, but it's more of an avails tour, which is the only type of tour that I was on for the first now, 20 years of my career. I would give my avails, and every once in a while, I would get some gigs. Okay, so yeah. so now, but what distinguishes what I'm doing, which is every week or every couple of weeks going and doing some shows at a comedy club... You didn't, you didn't make a poster? I don't have a poster. You didn't have a t-shirt? I don't have a name for the tour. And you didn't name it. And don't, I mean, doing these comedy clubs, uh, they rip you off. These those funny bones and these clubs. I stopped doing those because they rip off. You're no better funny off doing, bones, no improv. You get a 200, 300 seat theater. That's what I've been doing. You have to fill you, the theater. Yeah, but you, you do a little door deal, but... You know, you have enough fans with the um, America's Got Talent, that kind of thing. You can bring in 200 people, and you'll get four grand for it. Are you doing this night. city green thing? That's where I saw you. Oh, name. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, but that's comedy not festival. That is not associated with the New York Comedy Festival. Oh, it was on the Comedy yeah. Solo. That's yeah. why I got confused. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's associated with Tom Papa's sister. Now you, <laughs> well, no, it is. Yeah. I know, it's just funny how you right, said right. that. <laughs> the, the like yearly you overlooked Tom. by the comedy, but you're but Tom, Tom Papa's, Papa's sister, sister recognized my talent. Are you, are you selling t-shirts that say the It's About Time Tour with the dates on the back? Yes, on the back, exactly. Like a rock, like a rock tour? Yeah, exactly. But I hate it. Ooh, do I hate yeah, I commerce. Don't, I, don't, I don't sell merch I don't anymore sell merch. either. I don't, sell I don't like it. I don't like painful. doing it. It's so painful. Why are people but, against the merch? Well, because if they don't buy it, they walk right by you, and you have to watch them not buy it. Yeah. And if they do buy it, at least in my mind, I'm... I feel like I'm getting over them. I think it's like, why are you buying this crap? You don't need it. Yeah, you spend something an hour on stage. But they want something to remember the show. 75 minutes. to win them over, and then... I you do 75 minutes. You, you go to sell the merch, and you loot. You, you just some air gets taken out of you. You're, you're suddenly a salesman. That's another point. Good. You're not you're not cool anymore because you're no. standing there going, "Anybody want to buy my merch? Buy my t-shirt." Now, now you can have somebody else sell it <laughs> yeah, for you. Yeah, just get somebody else. To but do it's it. not as effective because much of the buying is based on they want to come over and say hi to you, and once they're coming yeah. over to say hi to you, they feel bad not buying your bullshit. No, but you it's stand crap. by the table and like do a meet and greet type thing, but you got some schlub it's actually still selling too close stuff. to the merch. I see. It, the, the real cool people, like the real big stars, what they do is they vanish after the show. They're in their private jet within five before the oh, before yeah. they're even at the lobby. Louis C.K. is in his Gulfstream. But then again, Jim <laughs> Gaffigan meets everybody. Does he meet everybody? So that's yeah. a different kind yeah. of. All right, okay. So we're talking I, about. By the way, I don't know if Louis C.K., he might do meet and greets, too. My sense is he does not. He he hasn't when I've worked with him. He might do a meet and sneer at best. <laughs> but he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that does a meet and greet. Uh, he's just not uh, that kind of a person. You know, you know um, he, not everybody is good with their fans. David Tell is a, the nicest guy, a dear man, but, but with his fans, he tends to be a little closed off. Not because he's mean, but because he's, he's timid, I think. But he will buy them drinks, I've noticed. Yeah, he does do he'll that. S- he'll send them over drinks, and, and he's very cordial. Speaking yeah. of big comedians, what did everyone, what was people's take on Chris Rock's Nice segue, SNL by the way. Well, that was good. That was good. That's <laughs> how it's done. That's how it's done, everybody. Watch and learn. <laughs> Chris Rock's monologue on Saturday Night Live. He, 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 he talked about the Freedom Tower, which is the uh, building that has gone up where the World Trade Center used to be, and saying that he wouldn't work there, and uh, unless there's like a Department of Motor Vehicles in there or some shit he has to go to, he ain't gone. Yeah, right. I don't know why so that's he offensive. Hasn't cha- he hasn't changed his, uh, his view on that because no. he, he said something similar in 2011. In 2001. 
No, I thought it was very funny and not offensive. No, in two thousand, it's not a, it's not offensive. No, and it's funny. It, in two thousand and one, he said that people are people are suggest right after the, the yeah. trade center went down, he said that people are suggesting a new World Trade Center. He goes, I ain't going to a World Trade. Yeah, Center. yeah, yeah. Unless they're building a World Trade Tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> Which that's even scarier, being stuck in a tunnel. Oh, Every God. time I drive through a tunnel in New York City, I'm like, if this caved in, it would be like that Sly Stallone movie that didn't make any money. <laughs> <laughs> so what's scarier, the, the fact that it did the, the cave in or the, the lack of box office? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, oh, God. Anyway. Um, it was scary that you could be as big as you were in Rocky. and yeah, then that, that is scary. The, 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 the ephemeral nature yes. of Hollywood is really what's yes. sca- is scarier than any of this. Yes, Donna, right. are you just going to mail it in and eat soup? Look, you got, you, got, you, you got your mojo on right now, Gary. I can't get in. I can't get in. It's all Gary. <laughs> Well, I'm just over well, here Kyle's now. eating a lentil soup. <laughs> lentil. <laughs> it's a Gentile lentil yes. soup. Now you can it's eat that, Kyle. Sour cream in it. Yeah, it's just lentils. And uh, yeah, Kyle unfortunately has some eating restrictions due to allergies and so forth. Oh. It's uh, celiac, not oh allergies. Oh my god, but, but that makes same sense. Thing. See? That makes sense. All the stomach aches, all you gone. Yes. I feel good. Um, you know, you, you just when you think that that your life is tough, Kyle can't eat pizza. Oh, that wow. that is killing me. What happens when you do eat pizza? I my villi get destroyed by an autoimmune response called celiac, and then I can't take in nutrients, and then I die early from cancer. Oh, oh my God! You yeah. have to get gluten-free pizza. You can't have rice or corn though either, and that's usually what it's made out of. Really? How it's long have you been aware of your allergy like to pizza? Seven months. Okay, and before that, you would just get terribly oh, sick. Oh yeah, and I I loved pizza, and I just would yeah you know, get. The stomachs aren't that bad. It's what it does to you is really bad, and you got to be careful. And uh, do yeah. I have it? You may, you may <laughs> want to check I it out. It? <laughs> you want to get a test? I you think go, Kyle, you said test. that Irish people are more prone yeah, to this. Yeah, and you don't get—they don't test many people because they don't make any money off it. So you got to go to your doctor and be like, "I want this celiac test now." What are the what are the symptoms? So I know if I have this digestive, uh, yeah, it's just serious like, issues. like bloated. Like so many people have these symptoms, it doesn't mean you have this. But if you have like really bad digestive problems and you can't seem to fix it, you uh, you just want to get tested. It's a simple blood test. All right. And I mean, if you ha- that's then positive, you have another endoscopy test. But that's the first step. You know, but okay. Gary, your parents are both alive and in their eighties. Yeah, yes. And I, I don't think if it's genetic, and I think it's it is, genetic, yeah. then it sounds to me like you're in the clear. Most likely. My dad died early, oh. and I think he had celiac. He was Irish, and back then they didn't like, really check on that. Really? Gary, you have pretty good longevity in your family. I do. I mean, miserable every step of the way. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But 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 there's no getting rid of you, you Gomez. Yeah, there's a great joy in our joylessness. Yeah. So yes. uh, no, your mother seems like a happy person the way you describe her. Yeah, that's true. She's fu- she's funny. She's like the, the, the Dan always imitates her as the as the sisters on The Simpsons, the Patty and Selma. <laughs> yeah, she's so good the, with a quip. Yeah, she has a million quips. So that she's so, memorized over the years. The next time I marry, it's for the love, <laughs> the love of money. <laughs> uh, does your mom make that up? No, yeah. she couldn't have. It's got to be something from Funny. like Toady Fields or Joan Rivers yeah. in the '60s or something. But but the delivery is is right. My mother, there. Yeah, yeah, my mother's great. delivery is delivery fantastic. Is spot on. She made it her own. Anytime I, I say I'll be back, my mother always says, "That's what my first husband said." <laughs> <laughs> I like your mom. I gotta go to a spot. I'll okay, be back. Kyle, hilarious. Uh, break a break a leg, oh, there, Kyle. Oh. Have a good spot. So so, so obviously, as comedians, nobody here is offended or even remotely so by any of Chris Rock's comments about the. 
no. World Trade Center. I think be offen- is being offended a choice? Well, I don't know that it's a choice. Um, I, don't, I don't know. People have said some pretty horrific things about Jews, and it's just like, all right. Didn't make me laugh, but doesn't mean that it couldn't make somebody laugh. I mean, there is a line, but... Well, certainly no comedian is going to come out against Chris Rock's... Um, I think I was more... I just honestly joke. did not think it was that funny. Like wow. I. I, I, have, I haven't seen it. I really did not. Only because I, I don't I don't care for him. And not because as I was... A, a, as a human being or as right. a comic, a person? As a person. Oh, okay. Well, and okay, I, uh, but we can edit that out, by the way. If you stand by it, we'll keep it in. No, I'll stand by that. Okay. okay. And I, th- be- I think he's a tremendous comedian, and he can teach me how to be a comedian, but he can't teach me how to live. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Has he tried to do so? No, he's just not nice to me. Oh, okay. I, um, I just... I was expecting, like, a real showstopper performance and I found it very lackluster you know I was laughing out loud I was LOLing which for you me were? wow it was hard it's not easy to get that it's not easy at all. The only, at all the only thing I laughed out loud about and, and by laugh out loud I mean a little chuckle was that he said about uh, not going back to 48th and 8th because he got robbed there 20 yeah. years ago why would he go to the funeral time but um because he was, but you know, mainly, mainly why I laughed at that because I pictured you impersonating him doing that joke right. on the radio show. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, you know what else he said? I thought was funny. He goes, he came out against gun control. He came out against guns. That I mean, was funny. He came that out against funny. guns. He said, um, he like he's he's in favor of some control on guns. And he said when he got he got all kinds of death threats because of it from NRA people. And he goes, and then it dawned on me, I need a gun. Yeah. <laughs> See. That's what I laughed at, picturing that. That was funny. And I don't know if any of this would be funny if I said it, but there's something about Chris's rhythm that we go, ah. Right, that's that's what it was. But but comedy is about rhythm combined with the joke, mixed together. And, and, you know, if I said it tells jokes, they wouldn't work either, most likely. But the whole Boston Marathon thing, I just did not find funny at all. I find it funny when he said 26 miles. He goes, that's a long drive. Yeah, it's a long again, drive. You know, if I just went up on stage and said 26 miles is a long drive, I don't know if anybody would laugh. I but just, I just crossed the marathon. It's not that topical. Yeah, it's old. Um, well, just because we had the New York marathon, I oh, guess. Oh, yeah, we had the New York marathon, so we tied the it. The next it? day. Oh, that's a cheat. I, yeah. I think it's reasonable. I'm not, I'm not going to... It's uh, like when you have a joke about a movie that came out a couple years ago and you say it uh, came out on video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can resurrect keep it. Keep it in the repertoire. Yeah. <laughs> I love Netflix. Oh. I love Netflix. Chief reason of all, they brought Blockbuster to its knees. <laughs> Rot in hell, Blockbuster. Rot in hell. Rot in hell, Blockbuster. With your outrageous late fees, your surly sales staff, and your criminally loose definition of new releases. <laughs> Why is this a new release? Because it's in color? It's Braveheart, goddammit. I didn't even know Mel Gibson hated Jews when this movie came out. <laughs> Hate Blockbuster. Love to see a Blockbuster that went out of business. It, make, it warms my heart. I drive by. You can always tell which store used to be a Blockbuster because it's empty and they've taken the sign down, but it still spells out Blockbuster in filth. <laughs> they didn't save enough money to power wash the grime that was behind the sign. So it still says, and it's so appropriate. Ugh, rotten hell. First of all, how did they go out of business with my $60,000 in late fees? Would you gamble it away? I hate them. I hate them. Oh, they were, they were such hypocrites. They were, 
They wouldn't rent you porn, but they would rape you with late fees. <laughs> they had no problem sodomizing you with late fees. And I can remember bringing in a movie and, and just being like so embarrassed, like, I, you know, it's, oh, it's been a while, what do I owe you? And the, the little jerk, he was like, uh, oh no, that's all set. It's like, really? Yeah, keep it. some sort of amnesty declared or something like that? I, I, you want me to keep this? Oh yeah, yeah, we already charged $88 to your visa. You own New Jack City for the rest of your life. Yeah. A movie that you couldn't bring yourself to watch in six weeks. Every time you move, you're gonna have to pack up and that'll be a reminder as to what an irresponsible loser you are. Yeah, you own New Jack City on VHS for the rest of your life. I was just curious about the monologue because it had provoked a certain degree of controversy. You know, everybody wants to be outraged all the time. Yeah, I don't know. people are addicted to There's so to much outrage. going on in the world. Like, this is what we're going to take to social well, media again, about. I don't I know mean, how outraged people are. I just know that I read on my, uh, on my Facebook feed certain things, and whether or not people in the great wider world give a rat's ass is another question. It, it reminds me of the, the uh, Sports Illustrated would do the swimsuit issue every year. And right. then the funniest thing was the week after when they would print all the letters that people wrote getting rid of their subscriptions because they were so offended by the bikinis. Oh, God. And, it, and it's just like, uh, it's the same thing. These people were, were in the love people, with being people, offended and, and outraged. People do that? Yeah. Don't they, they know they had that there's to a write swimsuit letters. issue every year? Was this it? was a tradition every year. Yeah. Every did, did, year. Should we invite Alex Edelman? Is he st he's standing over there. I feel like he's we hovering over me like uh, an Alex danger. No, oh, why? Go, wait a minute. You, you don't say no to us. We say no to you. <laughs> yes. Don't. That's no, you outrageous. Set us up. That's outrageous. You set us up. I'd love to do it. I just have to go in like 10 minutes. Oh, you have to go in 10 minutes? All right. We'll so see sit in. All right. Alex, sit, you got to sit down. Now we invited you. Now sit we look bad. Sit down for five minutes. Now we look bad. That we couldn't get Alex Edelman? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Who do we have to talk to to get Alex Edelman? Are you kidding me? I'm Alex sorry, I'm busy because I'm doing New York Comedy Festival, so I got it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you really doing the New York Comedy Festival? I'm that's an outrage. I am outraged. They're for up-and-comers. Alex Edelman is a young... Like Bill Cosby. Uh, let me introduce you, Alex. You're sorry. a young comic. That's, uh, I don't want to say making just, waves might just be uh, overstating just won, the case. No, he just won the, uh, what do you call the award at Edinburgh the Film Festival? The, uh, the, Perry, the No, it's the Fosters, it. Fosters now. It's all right, it's the, the Fosters. Fosters. But what does it mean? Nobody knows. Oh, the Fosters. They have, this, uh, they have this big comedy festival in Scotland. They have like 3,500 shows, and they give out a couple of awards at the end. And, uh, all right, and but I the won. award but award for what? Being oh, the best the newcomer. Best newcomer. Mm -hmm. Best new Such people as Dimitri Martin and... Uh, Tim Minchin and Tim Tim Mighty, Minchin who Mighty wrote Boosh. Matilda, the Mighty Boosh, who I'm a huge fan of, a Mr. Noah Fielding. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great honor, yeah. and uh, and it comes with a huge trophy that's that's actually bigger than Alex. Yeah. Is it bigger than the trophy for the ice cream eating contest in the Brady Bunch <laughs> <laughs> that Bobby lost? No, no, that's an enormous trophy. <laughs> remember Bobby lost? And I don't remember that episode. Oh, yeah, that's he, one of the few I've seen. Bobby was trying to win something because he was he was just lost at everything and he, he entered an ice cream contest. Was it Bobby or Peter? I don't remember. And he entered an ice cream eating contest and like the loser that he is, he lost it. <laughs> and and then he was really just dejected. And so then he came home and his family like I think they threw him a party, and they threw him like and they gave him a, a trophy for like best brother or something. Oh, like oh my god! Something like that. The I precursor don't know. to the generation <laughs> of uh, the, the, the my son. Yeah. My son. My son is a good citizen at. <laughs> or maybe you no, know, because I think he got an A in geometry. May I don't know. They gave him uh. some bullshit award that that wouldn't make anybody happy in real life, but he seemed to like it on the show. <laughs>
Well, he well maybe it would make you happy if you had a supportive family like the Bradys were. Right. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. That's but if he had really a supportive represented. family, why was he so dejected in the first place? That that was the that was the uh, paradox that the writers weren't able and to wrap their heads Schwartz around. Schwartz is yeah. dead, so yeah. we can't ask yeah, him. We can't even ask him. I think. Is he Schwartz dead? Schwartz, the Peter Engel of the '60s. Schwartz was a genius. Putting you can't out schlock. Oh, come maybe, on. Maybe you can bring <laughs> these questions up with. Uh, What's her face that you're stalking on Facebook now? Ma- Ma- uh, Marie really? McCormick is on Facebook. Oh, really? Is that, and, and who's that? Ma- Are you, you stalking you, her? Or are you just giving her some uh, attention well, that she's probably he's trying to create a relationship? I tried. To, I tried to reach out. <laughs> okay. Uh, I friended her. She friended me right back. Who's this woman? Marie McCormick. Yeah. You Claude. Is Marcia, <laughs> is Marcia Brady from the Brady Bunch? Marcia Brady from the Brady Bunch is still alive. Yeah, oh she's my only, God. <laughs> she's only like 50 or so. She's a young lady. She still looks pretty good, too. Wow. Let me say this. Did you, have you asked her about her drama role in a, in a movie? I believe her name was uh, Jenny, and she was, uh, she was a bit of a... Um, she, was a she was a little loose, and, and this was what the, uh, what the thing was about, was how she was uh, letting herself be used and whatnot, and then she... Uh, this was an after-school special or something? It was after-school-ish. It wasn't part of ABC's after-school special program, but it wasn't canon. It was something that, 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 it was something that wasn't... Um, it wasn't in theaters, I'm assuming. No, no, it wasn't in theaters. It was made for TV, and it was uh, probably her saying, you know what, I'm not just doing uh, comedies. I can also do this heavy, I never heavy duty it. stuff. I never saw it. Marsh is all grown up, but yeah. it, uh, it and didn't really. She's on Facebook. Do you Google? No. Do you do? No, do you I search Facebook back then. You couldn't do TV and movies. You either did TV, you did movies. And there was very, and neither the twain shall meet. Very, very rarely. Crossover back very, in those very days. little crossover. If you crossed over, you had staying power. Like you yeah. were Robin Williams. I can't even. Yeah, Lauren Tweez. They thought might pull it off, but uh, <laughs> you know, purely from the love. Ted boat, Lange, Ted Lange was, was alleged Lange, to have. If Lange couldn't do it at that point, you knew it couldn't be done. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. TV was seen as was TV seen as wicked inferior than yes uh, there was a high hierarchy in those days yeah Uh, the the film people were looked their noses down at at TV folk you it didn't they didn't care whether you were Gavin McLeod yeah they they didn't care (laughs) you aren't whether you were Conrad Bain no Bain I know that name or or Sherman Helmsley they didn't care you stick to the small box Bain would have gotten tossed out any any halfway decent (laughs) Hollywood party (laughs) with film people. Take, and take your brother Bonar with you. <laughs> but I imagine you know, he had a twin brother, Conrad no. Bain. He had a twin brother, Bonar. Bonar Bain? I'm pretty sure it was Bonar. It might have been. Oh my God. Bonar? I imagine you what, what, sitting what? at home and Facebook searching. And Facebook no, no, no. searching the for. The waspiest family. Uh, the what happened is that somehow um, we had. I, it was a Facebook. It was a suggestion, yeah. And I, and, I, and, I, and I clicked on her. And I think it's the real her. And the reason I say it is because. Allison Arngram, who is Nellie from Little House on the Prairie, who actually is a friend of mine in real yeah. life, is, is a friend of hers on Facebook. Based on your interest in Nellie from Little House yes, on the Prairie. we had her here. As, as uh, well. I also want to bang a Brady. We as had well her as your unreturned comments at Pam Dauber. <laughs> <laughs> of, of Mork and Mindy of Mork and Mindy. Uh, Dar- the well, show is turning into the Joe Franklin Dar- show. Darber will be mine. <laughs> uh, I'm not done with Darber. She will crack. <laughs> I just want to verify that it was Bonar. Yeah, this Bonar. Bonar Bain was Conrad Bain's identical twin brother. No identical way. twin. Bonar. Oh my God. Bonar Bainey. How many episodes of Different Strokes did Conrad Bain skip and throw in his inferior we'll acting Bonar? We'll never know. Well, you might have seen an episode and said, something doesn't feel right to me. <laughs> this, I'm not getting the same... 
connection. You know, <laughs> it doesn't fit the, the connection between uh, between yeah. Coleman and, and that's and no Mr. Connie. Drummond. That's Bonnie. Yeah. It's a shame that there's someone who spent most of his life going. It's not pronounced that way. <laughs> it's Bonner. <laughs> it's Bonner. Bonnier, Bonnier Bain. Well, uh, congratulations to Thanks, Alex. Dad. Where do we go from here now that you've won the prestigious Foster's Lager Award? Uh, well, I'm well, doing a show this, as part this, of New York Comedy yeah, Festival. Yeah, horseshit New York Comedy <laughs> Club show. I saw you. I hear. I heard you from a distance say. Everybody, uh, in, this, everybody in this restaurant for 21 for 21 straight so years. It's like 11 years old. The festival, but you. I like that you were still stewing. It. 12 years ago when it wasn't created yet like right, snubbed again is, is, for New York you, Comedy Festival. You can correct my timing but all I know is that they've never included It's me. coincidence. It's not coincidence. It is 100% it, coincidence. It, no, it is a, it is a uh, I'm underappreciated. Well, I'm doing comics to watch and those of us who don't have I tours, was never a comic to watch. That's four years old. You already watched. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I'm you're still a house, bitter. You're a household name in some households. Your household. Gary, I say rise yeah. above. There's there's there there's other uh, things on your plate that you're are right. far, far you're more right. uh, nourishing. Uh, you're uh, right, but it's in me. This this uh, anger. How about the you t-shirt out, that I have? Better go out and catcall. How about the t- <laughs> <laughs> Get that anger? I will. How about the t-shirt that I have that says the Gary Goldman It's About Time Tour? It has a lot of cities on the back of that t-shirt it and does, a nice right. font. It does have right. 11 cities. Yes. Yeah. I will and be a nice at the Arlington um, Draft House. Draft House this oh, Friday a, and Saturday. That's a lot of fun. The Are Arlington you really going to be at the Arlington Draft House? Yeah. I love that place. That's cool. So, so... Uh, I'll be there this Friday and Saturday. It sounds like fun. So this, I'm, I don't have an official name for my tour, but I guess it will be called the Outside My Comfort Zone Tour. <laughs> <laughs> because you know me, I prefer I to stay that. in New York. Why don't, yes. you, why don't you call it the Do Not Disturb Tour? Uh, well, that, <laughs> they miss that, that but you, you get it. We're talking about hotels with why they, even when I have a Do Not Disturb sign on the door, they call me up. I'll tell you why. Yeah. Because I think the the maids get paid based on how many rooms they cover. So they'd really like to cover as many as possible. So what you can do if you want to be nice in those circumstances where that's the case, let them in. They make a phone call that that uh, registers them as having entered and cleaned the room, and then you and then you you set them out, and they they save money and time. Wow, oh, that's, that's good to so know. That's so nice, Gary. Always thinking of the little person before complaining because about I'm his always, lot of life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always like, why are these bitches here so early? Yeah, but you know what? It would ruin a lot of uh, but that's a amateur question. comedians' jokes about the do not disturb uh, maids. <laughs> I don't have any jokes, but I do find it to be an issue. Yeah, uh-huh. it is an issue. But yeah. you realize that a lot of comedians have covered it, and the audience is still uh, laughing. So why would they stop? That's really an unfair payment system. Keeping, by the by, yeah, hotels. that is. Awesome. Oh, absolutely. Because absolutely. If somebody doesn't want their room clean, that means that the person shouldn't get paid for the hours that yeah. she's the, she or he is there. Hotels I mean, are not just crazy. home to business people. They're also home to a lot of false premises yeah, about keys that don't work, <laughs> and yes. room service that no one orders, and charges for phone calls, which have now become reasonable in the You're last right. decade. And, and the price of porn, which nobody pays yeah, for the porn because you get the internet-free Wi-Fi. Yeah, of course. Yeah, nobody yeah. uses that phone anymore. No. Sometimes what I will do is I will have people call Unless me on the phone. Unless you use it to strangle or bludgeon somebody, the phone is getting <laughs> right. no use in a hotel room. Right. Well, phones, uh, phone, phones aren't as good for bludgeoning as they used to be. You know, they used to be out of hard, durable plastic. Now it's, it's so soft. It's even, true. It's, it's and a lot a, of times it's not even connected to a cord you can't strangle. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, cordless. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway. Um, 
<laughs> it's really taken a dark turn. It certainly has. So, so uh, we're about at the end of our uh, uh, hour. Rope. Here. Can <laughs> I just ask how you're doing, Dan? I haven't seen you well, in a bit. Well, how I'm I doing? Know. That's a good way to end. You're America's like, sweetheart since no, I no, left. No, no, no. I, well, I did America's Got Talent, and it has helped me. I'm getting more gigs for more money. It's not outrageous money, and it's not a you know. But but I am do definitely um, getting more shit. You know. Um, Congratulations! I'm not. So surprised. I'm doing a lot of work. I'm working a lot. And, uh, uh, yeah, so that's Are that's you happier? Uh, yeah, eh, well, you know me. Um, you know, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. Because, it, you, you know, I don't love the road, so now I have to kind of get more used. I'm getting more used to it, though. Uh, Give yourself the pep talk you just gave America, Goldman five America has now. fallen yeah. in love with you to the extent that they could actually fall in love with you. All it's right. very nice. Yeah, I guess so. But, but the truth is, I don't think most of the people in the audience are there because they know me. Uh, from America's Got Talent I think most of them are there Because the club has a reputation I, I'm not sure Why don't you give the listeners our email Send their comment oh, oh the comment Lou Witzke What's our email comment uh, Lou Serious right Lou what's the email Serious at ComedyCellar.com yeah. Serious at ComedyCellar.com for well, com I mean, Let me just say Your negative comments And your suggestions <laughs> I don't need them no, I don't want, want them You can keep them only. to yourself Flattery only I only want flattery And, and I'm only going to I'm only going to receive flattery Because I have a number of people Who read everything That comes through my <laughs> Through my inbox <laughs> To make sure that it doesn't insult me Even even in a roundabout way We'll take whatever Backhanded compliments Are, right. are and, uh, we'll seen give you an through An exa example of backhanded compliment Would be It takes a lot of guts To do what you're doing <laughs> Um, you'll get there. Stick yeah, with it. Yeah, stick with it. Uh, good luck. Good you make, luck is you make a living at that. <laughs> good luck is the most back is the, is the, is this most subtle backhanded compliment. Oh my god, you that's true. You wouldn't wish a successful though. person. Good you luck. wouldn't that's say true. Jack is good luck. The most degrading thing is good luck with that. Oh, all right. With that, certainly adds a, a little extra layer to it. But but good luck is bad enough in and of itself. Yeah. So so don't wish me good luck because so, so, uh, theoretically I've already had good luck. Yes. Theoretically. Anyhow, we'd like to thank Gary Goldman. Hey, for thank by. you. It was a Gary. Thanks for having and, me. And Alex Edelman for a last minute uh, uh, drop by, and of course uh, Kyle Donegan who's uh, on stage right now doing his thing. Let me just plug Gary Goldman's tour. It's about time it visits uh, Tacoma this yeah, weekend. You can go to GaryGoldman.com. Okay, so that's it. See you next time. Good night. <laughs>